So welcome back to the CrossFit Bath Podcast. I'm Jason Croxon. Today joining me is Ollie Mansbridge. Ollie, you're back. I'm back. How are you? Back from don't know where I've been, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You're good. All things considering, you're good. All things considering, yeah. We're uh, Megan is four days over at the point of recording this, so uh, if I have to shoot off suddenly, it's because she's gone into labour. And hopefully by the time people listen to this, uh, we've had another little baby, fingers crossed. And there's a good chance we'll hear from uh, the other kids, either yours or mine, at some point during this <laughs> recording, yeah. because we're both obviously locked in our homes with our families. And um, even if we've sent them to another room, who knows what might happen. <laughs> so, Ollie, it's it's good to get you on just because it's, you know, we've had a few nice episodes with uh, different people but it's it's good to kind of hear from one of the owners about what's going on at the moment especially with with CrossFit Bath and probably the I know you've been on a, a couple of calls with Greg Glassman and, and the different affiliate owners so you've probably got a bit of insight and feedback before we do that just before because it's been a while I better throw in at least one uh, warm-up question for you and I, I actually put out a request specifically for you and oh Ryan Butlin came in with an up uh, with a question he's asked what do you love from the members new and old there you go nice positive question what do I love from them yeah what have been the most positive uh, things you've had from the members I say this quite a lot Jason and um, CrossFit is quite tricky quite hard you know it's quite difficult and what we've found over the years is you have to be a certain mentality to, uh, I, you know, at first even entertain it, but then you know continue to do it. And it really does sift out the people that have got quite a big ego you know, on the whole, because e- even the biggest, burliest guy could come in. And then you've got, you know, a lady who's maybe in her fifties doing more pull-ups than that person. And uh, it's really, really humbling and it's quite exposing and, and, um, if you're the type of person that's not prepared to be vulnerable and, and, and be exposed like that, probably not a good fit for the gym. You're probably not a good fit for CrossFit. So it's got a really good way of self-selecting people. And so I think that's part of the, the success of CrossFit just in general is this, on the whole, everyone's it's good people. You know, it's really good people and, and people you want to spend time with. And, 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 and like I said, no ego. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's the... That's, that's one of the most positive things I get from, from the members. So make me want to be at the box and be around you. You know, it's, just a, it's a joy and a pleasure to, to be in the box. And I sometimes wish I was there more. So I think we all wish we were there more at the moment. So I think that's a, a good quick warm up. There we go. Let's get it. Because I, I am afraid that at any moment you're going to get called away. I mean, it's a positive if you get called away because you're, you're having a baby. But <laughs> let's... Let's get this recorded first, selfishly, is what I'm thinking. So I guess it's a good opportunity then maybe just to kind of catch up on how things are going from your side of things. So obviously, we we as members have been able to to jump in on some of the, the Zoom classes. Uh, we, our email's been sort of blowing up every day with kettlebell workouts, or no, sorry, dumbbell workouts, uh, running workouts, the daily wad is as usual. So even if we've maybe not been able to to get onto some of the the Zoom classes, we've had a, a few different things. I think now resistance band workouts are coming in as well. Shaxx will probably be on the next episode, and we're going to go into probably a bit more specifics on his ideas around the workouts themselves. Uh, but I suppose the first question would just be kind of how how have you guys found it from coaching and and the the owners and the coaches side of things with uh, the way this sort of temporary system is working you know, first and foremost it kind of leads us back to the, the last last question you asked like, like the members have just been amazing they've just been so supportive and um you know we we, we can't 
can't be more grateful for, for that. So just want to get that out there first and foremost. Yeah, it's been it's been difficult. It, you know, what the you know, I think we we kind of could see it coming and uh, try to get a plan in place ahead of time as much as possible. And, and so we could be proactive about the whole situation rather than be reactive. And so when on, when on the Friday, the government announced we had shut down, that was it. We, we you know, we, we did have a plan in place, which was, um, which I think was the first positive thing. I think five years ago, we probably wouldn't have been as organized. So, so that was, that was positive that we, at least we kind of had some foresight and a plan. Really disappointed that we didn't get the kit out in time, because I think that would have really enhanced people's ability to train at home. And and even after that, we were kind of toying with with still just handing it out and just. But we just felt like we got to do the right. We got to do the right thing um, by the to the letter of the law, basically. It's interesting speaking to Glassman. He was like, I w- he would have been he would have loaded up in his car and gone driving around and, and risked it. But that's that's Glassman to yeah. T that is. So yeah, and then obviously as we've gone through, we we it's evolved. So one of the beauties of being part of a network of fifteen thousand gyms around the world is we we share best practices and ideas and, and Zoom classes became the obvious choice initially and and, and d- gyms are doing it different degrees I, you know spoke to a gym yesterday they don't do any zoom calls or whatsoever they just do youtube um you know intros etc and um another gym they do six a week um and then up to us that are doing four a day at the moment so we're probably doing more than, than most gyms so we started with that obviously started with two a day and then they were so popular and the demand was there that we decided to do to do more and that's still kind of work in progress and we're tracking the numbers every day to see um, see what the attendance is like on those. Um, but I think on a whole, been largely positive. And then obviously different, uh, you know, Shax and, and Nat uh, particularly have been amazing at getting these um, kettlebell workouts, dumbbell workouts, just a bit of variety because we didn't want to heavily load the dumbbells and kettlebells into the workout of the day just because people maybe not have that equipment. I think we could have done more more um equipment incorporated workouts had we got that equipment out but fortunately we didn't get out in time um so that i think they've been great addition for people um and also lydia with the running program has been been really well received and and taken up so we've just tried to cover all bases really and and, but i mean it's very easy for us to just chuck stuff out all at once and bombard people to try to trickle it out um, incrementally and we're continually trying to do that as time goes on as well so I'm going to put up a questionnaire maybe today or tomorrow getting some feedback on what other things we can do additionally on top of, of what we've been doing and yeah I just want to take the opportunity to give a massive shout out to the coaches as well that those guys have gone above and beyond and really stepped up to the plate and they've really contributed to um, pulling together everything that we are doing it's not it's not been left to Shaq's head and I to do by ourselves those guys have been so proactive and they've not needed to be kind of encouraged or you know pushed into anything they, they've literally grabbed the balls by the horns and, and, and gone for it so um so i just want to give a big shout out to them as well yeah i think they're doing a, a great job and I, I definitely think if anyone hasn't jumped in on a, any of the zoom calls just because they haven't been able to or maybe they haven't understood you know why it's perhaps it's an effort to to get zoom set up for them or something and maybe they just haven't understood kind of what's the difference uh, i i've seen others yeah doing like you know, Instagram live workouts, or as you said, like YouTube workouts. But I think the great thing about doing the zoom workouts is that you're still getting the feedback from the coach. So it's not just like you were following an exercise video, like they're, they're still coaching. And while you're doing the workout, you'll see them sort of scrolling through all the different screens, looking at the different people and you'll hear still that feedback coming. If you're, you know, doing something slightly wrong, or if your position is slightly compromised, you're still getting the feedback. Whereas if you're just watching someone do it and you're trying your best to imitate, 
you know you can do that on youtube easily but you you never know you know i watch harvey try and do like the joe wicks workout <laughs> thinking what you're doing and what he's doing are two very different things but no one's there to tell you uh, that you're, you're making mistakes or that you're not doing it the right way so i think that's where the zoom really shines as a you know i think that's probably the best thing you can have in this current situation if that makes sense it's quite funny actually the very first class i did on zoom the first day on the monday i think it was uh zoom was like crashing you couldn't get it on i think the server was just going bonkers because so many people were probably on it at the time and they, to their credit they managed to uh put it together in time for our 10 i think they did it just for our 10 10 uh 10 a.m class actually but yeah i think that that feedback is is crucial i, I think we've got to be realistic you're never going to replace the coach standing in front of you and giving you that that feedback and, and you know, i think that is one of the biggest most important things of what we deliver at crossfit bath is that as that personalized coaching to people but at the very at least you know with zoom you can have that interaction you can feedback to people you can you know encourage people so it's a little bit easier it's a little bit um harder obviously than being in person but what, what has actually been really beneficial for when we talk about coaching we, we have various different ways of queuing so we have verbal visual uh, and tactile so tactile is like physically kind of moving someone into a position like you know, if their, their elbows aren't in front you can just give them a little nudge there etc nothing creepy of course uh, visual is showing them so you know standing in front of somebody and telling them to get their elbows up and, and then verbal so verbal literally telling them and definitely helped us refine our, our, our verbal cueing and, and our abilities to coach verbally so there's been some some benefits from that like i said it's not optimal but like i said we still and when we it's um it's a pride for us to continue to try and coach not just not just concede and go oh well it's not the same and it's not good enough like we're not there to cheerlead we want to try and coach and give people cues and, and pointers so, so yeah that's a big important part to us in general how are the other gyms kind of handling the situation i mean you've said things are very different you know different all, all around but it's obviously I, I think just as everyone kind of every member is going through quite a different thing because some are you know already were already working from home before this started so you know life hasn't changed that dramatically for their kind of daily schedule others are still doing the job they used to do in an office but they're now doing it at home uh, other people are not working at all because their job they they cannot do it any longer uh, so i think everyone's kind of handling it slightly differently um, in general the, the 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 kind of feel i suppose or the the general sort of feeling from the the larger crossfit community are, are people very worried about what's going to happen maybe once lockdown ends if their businesses are you know are, are crumbling or do people see you know we're going to be able to keep going we're going to ride the storm and and we'll come out the other end and hopefully the community and everything is still there i, I just wondered what the sort of as you've spoken with so many of the gyms around what the general sort of vibe is from the, the different owners and yeah i think um it was a really good question jace there's a real mix there is a real mix depending on how uh, established the gym is so you've got our gym is one of the oldest ones we're kind of 11 years strong and then i was speaking to a guy last week who's only been open three week uh three months so you know, it's, this is, you know, he's got a handful of members, so it's a very different proposition. Uh, so, so it does vary depending on on the size of the gym and, and the overheads and all that sort of stuff. But on the whole, I think people are popular. I think the government have been largely helpful in that regard. You know, there's plenty of grants going around for for uh, gyms. Lots of gyms are claiming a 25 
thousand pound grant to um, cover rates, etc. And, and, and there's a interest free interest free loan, which um, which I think has been helpful. Not everyone's eligible for that, so you know those those that aren't have uh, found it trickier. And, and and again, being part of a global community has been invaluable because we can share like share best practices. I'm part of a an affiliate owners group on Facebook, and uh, yes, the amount of information and, and value shared on there is huge and, and if you're if you as long as you're acting on those those things and, and doing everything you can then i think on the whole people should be okay and, and we were discussing last night actually i was discussing with shacks and ed yesterday and then it came up on the call last night with glassman as well the relationship that we have with the members is is probably the, the most valuable thing we have right now and and is something that um you know maybe separates us from global gyms and, and other other types of fitness networks is we, we generally care for our members we want to build a relationship with them and we want to try and make it although as a group setting try and make it as personalized and unique to them and i think that is why crossfit gyms are going to prevail through this because of the relationship with their communities and their, and their members so i don't have a a membership at like a you know a kind of global gym type type thing i don't know what they're doing at the moment if they are you know suspending people's memberships giving them their money back or, or what they're doing but i can imagine you know, again, this is a global thing. So even what they're doing here in the UK might not be the same as what they're doing in other parts of the world. But I can I can imagine how you'd feel if you are paying a membership where it is literally just a facility uh, and you're still paying that for another six months and you're not allowed to use it. And they're sort of, you know, oh, look, you, you know, you've got you you paid for a year. You've got your year's membership. Sorry, there's nothing we can do. I imagine when the lockdown ends, the kind of good feeling that you would have towards your gym is probably gone yeah they're different beasts they are well yeah but i just think here you know with, with like a crossfit gym as you said it's sort of when you've still had that kind of constant feedback from from the gym you've been you know because i mean you you've mentioned to me before and, and even i think now on the podcast like the the feedback you've had from different individual members so you've you've not just been sort of oh here's a, an email we're sending out to everyone but the members can speak to you and, and, and ask questions and get feedback. And then they've been able to jump in on the, the different uh, Zoom Zoom calls and things. So it's kind of when this all ends, we're eager to go back. Like people are happy to be back in the gym, not just, oh, I get to lift a barbell again, but also, you know, it's great to, to all be back together, working out together. All those relationships are still in place. Whereas I think in another gym, you just kind of imagine a lot of people, maybe they go and invest in some home gym equipment during this period of time. And then it's like, well, got my stuff at home now do i really need to still pay that membership fee over there you know what what did they give me during during this period of time so i think that that community side of things and just how much effort's being put in now even if it's not perfect and it's you know it's just the best it can be in this sort of current situation that is ever changing uh, i think it does pay off in the long run probably even for those more you know those newly established gyms that may be when the lockdown ends might struggle a bit more financially just because they didn't have perhaps they weren't set up that great at that point because it was a new business but perhaps the the members that they have when this ends are going to be members for life and not members for six months who then get bored and kind of go off i don't know yeah it's definitely you know it's definitely uh i'm sure there's some quote or something around you know how going for adversity makes you tie together and we're certainly i get the sense that we're in this together i feel like we're going through this together just in the, the interactions that we're having in the facebook group or whatever and so um you know coming the other side of that there will be that that sense of you know we, it makes it tight, tighter it makes it stronger right 
as a group of affiliates in the UK and then in globally, but also in our own individual members, memberships, you know, in our own individual gyms. So um, I definitely feel, it definitely feels like we're not having a, you know, from my own personal perspective, feel like I'm having to tackle this by myself. I feel it gives me comfort to know that I've got the members, I've got our team, I've got the broader community and got CrossFit themselves all supporting each other through this. And it is a, can't understate the 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 um, how valuable that is. I think okay. compare that to being an uh, an independent gym that doesn't run classes; it just has equipment. And you know, that, the other end of the spectrum is like literally you own a, a, a gym that just has equipment. People come in, and you're an independent as well. You know, so that's a that's a very very scary prospect. I think. So again, flipping it back now to the side of the members. So as, as we said, gyms are set up differently. People are set up differently. Uh, I suppose it would be remiss not to ask a few questions from from the point of view of the of the membership so one uh, would be obviously we've now got a number of zoom classes set up and we've got these different sort of programs that are coming out via email we've obviously just been told you know we've got another three weeks minimum of of the status quo as it is now but who knows when this will eventually be be lifted and even when we're allowed kind of out of the house it's obviously going to be in sort of increments that life goes back to normal so we don't know how long before perhaps we can get back in the gym is this the way it's up now do you feel this is kind of how we're going to be for however long things continue or are you guys planning things behind the scenes seeing if you can increase the number of classes or any extra things that might potentially come our way for for members i'm glad you asked that question jason um yeah so we're going to send out a questionnaire in the next couple of days just to get people's feedback, uh, find out what, uh, obviously we don't know if people are doing dumbbell workouts at home or kettlebell workouts, or we don't know what, what resources people are using and are finding most valuable. So we're going to do a little questionnaire around that. But also if you're not using any resources, why, why is that? And it might be, it might be a member who has canceled and doesn't feel comfortable maybe using them. They feel guilty about using them and they shouldn't do that. But also it might be somebody who can't attend the class. The, the Zoom classes just don't work for them. And, and so we're going to, um, we're going to, I'm going to send that out in the next couple of days, maybe today. And also just to get suggestions from people. What, what, what else can we do to support you at home, basically? And we want, we want to hear from you guys. Obviously, we've done everything we can, but I'm sure there are other things that we could be doing. And we just, and I like I said it before, I don't want, we don't want to bombard with people too much. Let's just incrementally add to it as we go, just so people can digest it, take it in, decide whether it's going to be valuable to them or whether it's not going to be valuable to them and then and move on to the next thing. So. Okay, so it, it, it's it's good to know then. So it, perhaps if once once I suppose that survey's gone out, that will be an, an opportunity for you guys then to see potentially that people saying, well, I haven't been using this just because you know, as as we said before, there are some people that their schedule hasn't actually changed. Uh, you know, if anything, um, you know, it's <laughs> I suppose you probably find this too as as a parent. Uh, you know, a lot of people talking about how much free time they have now because they're trapped at home our kids are trapped at home as well. So I feel like my free time has vanished <laughs> what little I had, but obviously some people are, you know, they're still in their normal routine because perhaps they, their, their work had just transferred to home without any change. Uh, so they stick to their normal routine. And if their normal routine was training early in the morning, cause that was the only time that it fit, you know, you're, that's some feedback they'll be able to give over the survey and then uh, perhaps if you get enough of that. Yeah. And just on, on timings of classes, just how we to give some context to how we, got to the classes so obviously 9 30 and 10 30 are very popular classes so we uh we stuck a class in bang smack in the middle of that 10 o'clock um we 
uh, like five and six were very busy. Um, so we did one at 5.30, bang smack in the middle. And we just started there just as an experiment to see what uptake they got. Um, and then after, you know, after a week of that, we were getting feedback, oh, could you do a lunchtime class or could you do an evening class? And, and some people asked for a morning class. So I shot out a couple of messages then saying, hey, you know, what cl- additional classes would you like? And, and, and you know, there was a big uptake for 12 and a big uptake for seven, not so much for the, for the morning. And so we didn't put a morning on one initially, but again, if, if we get enough interest and we, we want people, if people want to do an early morning class, then there's definitely something we can look at. And we just need to hear from you guys, really. We need, we need to hear from the membership. And it is difficult. You know, I, I'm, I'm, we started training at eight in the morning. Like when this all happened, it felt like the sweet spot. And then for, the ch- clocks changed and then the kids started getting up earlier and then it just threw everything out. I was like, oh, God. back to square one again. But then I've been finding that give the kids a bath at five. By the time I've got them out, washed, dried, and they're sat in front of the TV before they go to bed, I can then go and train at half five. So I've been trying to, it really is trying to factor it into your day and have some structure and some plan because otherwise it, it doesn't happen, does it? So, um, so yeah, that, that, I completely get that from people's perspective. So their schedule hasn't changed. You know, this this could have thrown their whole training out completely. So, so, so completely get that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think I was on like the 10 a.m. class. I think maybe Lydia was coaching. She saw me there and she was just like, this is way too early for you. What do you think? I, I've, I, when you said there were going to be seven o'clock classes, I was like, oh, I'm going to do those. That's, you know, classically 8 p.m., but I, I can move it an hour forward. That's fine. I haven't done one of them yet. I'm, I'm 10 or 12 at the moment because it's kind of, I feel, I feel with everything at the moment during this lockdown, it's like as soon, if I can get it done, I need to get it done as soon as possible. And then I know it's done. And, yeah. and then by the evening, hopefully everything that needed to be done is done. Uh, and that's working the same with the training. So if it's 10 o'clock, I think I went outside the other day, it was like 11.58 and I just went out to do the the 100 burpees. Thanks, Rob. And oh. um, and I took my phone out to for the video evidence that I'd done them and I saw it was 11.58 and I was like, oh, I might as well just stick Zoom on and, and join the class. I'm outside, I'm ready to train. Yeah. And I jumped in on the 12 o'clock like that. But there was no plan. It was just sort of, oh, look, I'm actually free for a moment you gotta make yeah gotta, gotta capitalize those moments yeah exactly you know i i um i'm the same i think oh, i seven o'clock but literally i don't know about you because the kids are at home 24 7 my kids go to bed at like seven o'clock when they go to bed at seven i'm like collapsed on the sofa like all i want to do is eat my dinner and, and watch netflix for an hour and then go to bed basically so it's um it's definitely it's definitely Trying to train in the evening is definitely a different prospect currently during lockdown than it is normally when they're either at school or nursery or, you know, you're at work all day, so you get a bit of relief there. I think it's also kind of the only time you can get stuff done is when they're asleep. Mm-hmm. So that time is becomes precious in the house because you're like, oh, finally I can put something away without my daughter grabbing it and then throwing it back on the floor after I've just put it away. So it's, uh, it's a balancing act. Uh, I suppose the only other thing then really that we should address on the point of view of the the members i suppose would be you know you've mentioned some have had had to freeze or cancel their membership now obviously as much as possible people are trying uh, from from what i've seen people want to keep their membership going and we're happy to to support the box because you know it's that principle isn't it that we want it to be there at the end of this and with the zoom you know uh, courses are happening those coaches you know they need to be paid and we understand that it's not that because we don't go into the gym, it's not costing you guys money. So sort of the principle is all sound and no doubt every member wants 
100% to support it. But not every member is at the moment in a situation maybe where they can do that because obviously if you're not working, hopefully in, you know, especially for people that are self-employed, which quite a number of the the members are, I believe. Uh, if hopefully in June, maybe we find out that we get some money, that'd be nice. But until then, perhaps it becomes a real, a real struggle. Uh, is there anything you know, you wanted to tell the members if they are finding themselves in this situation. Yeah, just, I think it goes back to those relationships, right? I guess the, the psychology of it is that people feel guilty or feel like if they have to cancel or freeze their membership that they would, um, you know, look, they feel bad about it or um, looked at negatively. And that absolutely isn't the case. Like, we're incredibly grateful for those who've kept the, the membership going and, and um, you know, we've tried to justify as much value as we possibly can. Um, it's still not the same as being stood in front of you coaching, but you know, we've, we've tried our best, but if you need to cancel, you, I, and I think I said this in my very first message when this all happened, you have to put yourself and your family first. That like absolutely is number one and you shouldn't have any anxiety or, or, or be nervous around canceling your membership because of us or of, of hurting our feelings. Like, you know, please don't do that. Also, what you know, everyone that has cancelled or frozen a membership, we've reached out to and said, look, we get it. You know, we completely understand. You, you know, your hand has been forced. It's not your 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 decision. Please, please, please continue to use the resources that we're pushing out. We want to see you in the Zoom classes. We want to see you using the the, the various different workouts we're using. We want to see you interacting in the Facebook groups, etc. We still. You know, we're not turning our back on on the members right now. They they need us more now. You guys need us now more than ever. You know, even more than when we're open. Like when we want to be there to support you. Um, and if you can't financially afford that, then that's that's absolutely fine. Like like I said, we're not going to turn our backs on you guys. So just want to hammer that point home more than anything. Don't feel bad if you need to cancel, cancel, and we'll be there for you when you when when the time's right for you to come back, whenever that might be. So yeah, just get that across more than anything. And um, like I said, you don't know how long this is going to go on for. So somebody might be able to keep it going for a month or two months, but you know, three, four, five months. But but we'll look at that as well. You know, we will we'll look at how we, you know, what what measures we take taking that into consideration as well. And we're constantly kind of speaking to our landlords and stuff, and um, you know, trying to cut down costs where we can to you know to to, to help keep everything ticking over and then keep the balance of um, keeping the business afloat basically. And I think we we'll be all right on the whole um but yeah just again just people shouldn't feel feel bad about cancelling membership but and also make the most of resources you know and, and keep using the resources we, we want to and also don't you know it's a great opportunity for members who you are paying and are paying to get friends and family involved that maybe have been too intimidated to come to the gym or not wanted to do you know it's not been right for them get them involved get as many people involved as possible because you know we need to stay fit and we need to stay active through this and uh, obviously be sensible and, and and be conscious of if you if you're getting your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever involved or your mum and dad be wrap them in cotton wool be sensible with them don't get them to do 150 lunges first time out you know scale it down for them um, but you know get we want to we want to help as many people as possible especially in this time when people need us more than ever so hopefully that answers your question that was i went off a bit of a tangent but no that 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 that, that does answer my question and i think it's interesting what you're saying about needing you more than ever now and you know you can kind of see the steps that happen maybe uh, so obviously this is a situation that's making a lot of people go quite crazy because it's 
you know you're you're trapped at home you you know your whole routine your life is just been put on hold maybe you've got you know financial concerns uh, concerns about your health concerns about your parents or grandparents or others that are maybe in a, in a higher risk category so there's a lot mentally going on at the same time and you know, if you're sort of feeling guilty and you don't want to take advantage of the provisions that are there to help you stay active, and you know, especially if you're somebody who used to go three, four, five times a week to the gym, and now you're stopped doing it, like now more than ever, you know, people are being encouraged. If you weren't exercising before, you should do some exercise. It's good for your mental health. It's good, you know, for your physical health. You need to be doing this. And even more members who used to be doing it regularly like everything else in your life is changing at the moment. Maybe try and keep this one thing and perhaps, you know, scale it back a bit if, if it's, you know, if you are struggling, but try and do something like that's been, uh, that's probably one of the most common things I've seen put across the you know, media in general, uh, not just within sort of the CrossFit and fitness world, but like whenever there's been sort of, here's some advice for how to handle uh, the lockdown and that exercise is always on there. It's sort of always a uh, try and keep, doing something so yeah i, th- I think uh, it's it's good for all of us and, and we're in I, I wonder how many people are lacking like motivation you know because doing doing a workout in the gym is a bit of like a you kind of transform you go through those doors and you're kind of a different person right you can forget about everything at home and just focus on the gym and that hour of the day and we always try and make that hour of the day the best hour of your day uh, because you can forget everything else that's going on in your life and just focus on you for an hour uh, and honor that hour um Whereas at home, it's a little bit different, isn't it? It's a blur, the lines are blurred a lot more. Like you might be doing, you might be doing a workout in your office, as an example, with whiteboards up and emails coming on and all sorts and kids screaming outside and stuff. And so it's very, very difficult. So um, I do recognise the challenge. It's not as easy as just saying, "Oh, go and go and work out." Like there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot more challenges at home, and the environment isn't quite the same. So. Um, I'm really interested to, to hopefully this questionnaire will help with this or who, how many people are just lacking with motivation or they just maybe not find the right formula for them to be consistent because you and I have already discussed on this podcast like we started doing it one way and then it's not worked so we've had, we've had to kind of evolve and move with it and we're quite I mean I've certainly quite experienced in this fitness malarca I kind of know what I'm doing and I've found it challenging so to somebody who's not a professional and maybe haven't got as many you know tools in their toolbox i can see how it might be challenging it might be difficult so um i'm interested to get that feedback and i would just implore anyone who is you know experiencing that lack of motivation or just haven't quite found the right um the right formula for them to, to stay active at home to just reach out let us know um, because we want to help oh yeah i, I definitely <laughs> definitely know what you're talking about there because i have a couple of times just not felt like doing anything i think there was one day i was it was Lydia again, actually, I was absolutely not going to do anything that day. And then she just put up in the Facebook thing, you know, oh, I'm, I'm coaching, you know, who's coming on at 10 and 12. And I was, and this was one of the earlier classes. So when we just first started sort of doing them. So I hadn't had Lydia coach me for ages because she hadn't been in that many of the evening ones. So I was like, oh, Lydia's coach. I haven't had her coach for ages. All right, I'll do it. And it was a good workout. I enjoyed it. I sent her a message afterwards. I was like, yeah, I'm glad I jumped on. I had zero motivation to do anything today, but I'm glad I did it kind of thing. So definitely, it's definitely different. I get that. Makes me very happy to hear you say that, Jace, because yeah, we, we felt like putting a shout out like an hour, half an hour before is just like, that doesn't happen by accident that we've done that intentionally to try and just rally some people and get people engaged and, and try and encourage them to get in the class. So 
So I'm glad you said that. And actually, we, you know, we talked about yesterday about how we can upgrade that even further, like by adding a picture to grab people's attention, because it's it's really, you know, engagement is a big word for us right now. And we want to try and engage people as much as possible because that will help them, you know, give them the motivation to uh, to, to, to exercise. So yeah, all those little things are, are, are huge for us. And I'm, I'm glad it makes me happy to hear that it actually is working and it is, um, you know, even if it's one, even if it just encourages one person to work out, that that's enough for me. Like you know, if we're just helping one person, we we were talking offline about um, there was a seven o'clock class and it was just Roger on his own. We're quite happy to do a class for one person because we've made that person's you know we Roger will go to bed content knowing that he's done his exercise and he's got that you know tick that box basically. So um, so yeah, we, we're uh, we'll keep we'll, engagement is a big word and we'll keep continuing to try and figure out how we keep people engaged and keep people motivated because a lot of the stuff that I was reading and, and, and heard before is like zoom engagement just drops off a cliff after two weeks. We've not seen that. Um, but I think it drops off a cliff because if unless you're proactive with it and you're not, you know, encouraging members to, to get into classes and, and, and rally the troops, then if you, people, you leave people to their own devices, then motivation is going to drop off. It's just human nature. So um, we have a part to play in that as well in terms of the engagement and people actually, um, sticking with a routine, keeping the momentum, keeping it going, and there inevitably will be dips, and you know probably we'll see a dip this week and next week just after the news of the lockdown. So what else can we do now to kind of lift everybody up and, and get people going again? We're going to do like a Q and A for members on Sunday night this week, so anyone can um, send questions ahead of time, and then we'll do a live Q and A so people can just ask questions directly, and we'll answer questions around anything to do with health and fitness and stuff. So I'm excited to roll that out and then we'll do a, we're going to do a quiz the following Sunday as well at seven o'clock where we'll do a big, uh, big gym, uh, bring the two gyms together and do a big uh, quiz. Uh, General knowledge quiz, basically. So do a little theme about, you know, dress to dress to impress. Like I can't, I can't remember the last time we wore a pair of jeans. So uh, encourage people to get dressed up, maybe open a a bottle of uh, of wine or bottle of beer and then, yeah, get the gym together so so little things like that just to keep people engaged keep them keep them active and uh oh great so, well, it sounds like there's there's still more to come so watch this space uh, and hopefully you know getting shacks on ed has even said he's going to come on it only took a global pandemic to get out on the podcast so now i know my strategy for next time um fired then because you know he'll, he'll, he'll take over the mantle ed he'll be so good he'll be like right ollie you're done now that's the last maybe last- Maybe it'll kick me off. <laughs> it'll say, look, I can do this myself. I'll run the podcast. Uh, so thanks for, well, this was a very kind of last minute thrown together. So I appreciate you uh, coming on today, Ollie, so that we could have a, a little chat. I just thought it'd be really nice for the members to hear from you and hopefully Shax and Ed as well uh, in the next, in the following episodes. So um, uh, that, that, that'll be good for them. Thank you for the time, Jason. Really appreciate you taking the time to, to pull this together. Um, it's a great, I, I love, I, lo- I think it's a great format for me. I love listening to podcasts, but I also love being on the podcast and, and, and sharing stuff because I think uh, some of the subjects that we touch on need that long form format. And um, yeah, I really appreciate everything that you do and uh, let's keep it going. I think do even doing it on Zoom, there's, we can't, there's not even an excuse that we you know don't get to see each other. We can, yeah. You know, this allows us to keep them going, even even if we don't cross paths at the box. So. Just as as a change today, I, I don't have a a spotlight form for you today, so we're not going to give a shout out to a member, but um, we are going to give sort of a shout out. I just wanted to to give you some feedback we had on the last episode that that went out that was with um, Dan talking about dyspraxia because 
he somebody messaged him and then they've put it up on their their Instagram and it got sent to me. Um, is a, a guy called Owen that went to university with him, and he's he basically just said, I've, "I've had a listen to the podcast. It was brilliant to listen to." So thank you for doing it. At 28, that's the second time in my life that I've come across a positive portrayal of dyspraxia. The other one being Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who. I felt as though so much of it was stuff I might have said about various things in life. Thank you. I just thought it was was nice to hear. You know, it was a an interesting topic, and I wasn't sure the response we'd get to it. But it's nice to hear that some people really appreciated that we we spoke about a a different topic for once. So. Yeah, for sure, you know, and I think um, you know, it is amazing to hear Dan's story. But at CrossFit Buff, we want to be as inclusive as possible. We really do want to be as inclusive as possible. We, we've been discussing this at length over the last couple of weeks, Shaq said and I, about how do we make it more inclusive? How do we get a broader demographic of people um, all aligned by, you know, fitness and that lack of ego that I talked about? You know, there are some commonalities about us, but then, you know, actually our backgrounds and the struggles that we face are all very unique. Um, and the one, you know, the one thing that kind of unites us is, is fitness and, and CrossFit. So, um, you know, the more of those stories, the better, I think, uh, because they're special and that's what it makes, makes what we do worthwhile. Like taking a, taking a, uh, a stud who can, um, like a thoroughbred who can back squat 200 kilos and add 10 kilos to his back squat is, um, you know, is great, but, you know, helping somebody that struggles with a disability or, you know, has, uh, you know, maybe put on a huge amount of weight and, and lost it is far more rewarding. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're the types of people we want to help. Yeah. So on that note, if you're listening to this and you have a, a particular challenge that you had to overcome that maybe discouraged other people from taking up CrossFit, reach out to me because then we can get you on the podcast if you're happy to talk about it. Uh, and maybe that will encourage some others to, to start because uh, yeah. you know this is is making people's lives better when when they do overcome these challenges yeah massive props to dan for being brave enough to discuss it on on the podcast because that, that's not it's not an easy thing no. to do so um big shout out to dan as well All right well thanks very much ollie i guess we better end it here because um i know we've both got people knocking our doors down <laughs> trying to get into the room so uh thanks again for for coming on and, and having this little chat and uh, hopefully this will be out on monday so people will maybe have seen a survey perhaps done the, the q a uh, but perhaps there are still a few surprises for them within the episode so that's great yeah fingers crossed hey jace um is that your tie-dye uh, t-shirt yeah it is those on the youtube uh like that's lovely mate that's you like that yeah. <laughs> that's how bored i am on it that's how i'm using my time all right so i mean we've wrapped up already so i just say thanks again to everyone for listening and i'll stop recording right now